Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 21st of March 2023 Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Greetings go out to our fellow Hong Kongers, both here and around the world. We hear you, Hong Kong, and we are listening. With the Student Story Slam and our Literary Festival show finished up for this year, we're looking for stories for our next show. If you'd like to pitch a story or try one out in one of our free workshops, head over to our website, hongkongstories.com, where you'll find all the links to the workshops. If you can't make the workshops, you can also just write us an email. The contacts are also on the website, hongkongstories.com. Our next show is April the 28th, and the theme is Ooh La La. Join us and tell everyone your story. Today's story was told in a previous Hong Kong International Literary Festival way back in 2021. Here is Jacinta. When I was six, I got a note from school. I was going to be in a beauty pageant. I'm from the Philippines, and the country has a fascination with beauty pageants, with currently four Miss Universe title holders, and the whole country stopping whenever Miss Universe is on. I mean, there is a literal drop in crime rate when the pageant is on. It is safe to say that we take our beauty pageants seriously. But unfortunately, it also trickles down to young girls. So, yep, I'm going to be in a beauty pageant for kids. So my school was celebrating Miss United, uh, United Nations Week, and they're going to have a pageant called Miss United Nations as part of the festivities. So I explained this to my parents, and they were not happy. Um, both my parents were very serious people, but they were also very competitive. <laughs> so even if beauty pageants weren't their thing, If we're going to do it, we're going to do it together, and we're going to be in it to win it. (laughs) The very next week, pageant training started at school, so we were taught how to wave, how to stand, how to twirl. Um, I thought it wasn't really that bad because I got to meet other girls my age. Miss Japan was very funny. She became a friend of mine, and um, uh, she can imitate, like, different teachers from my class, Miss France was so beautiful, I thought she was going to win the pageant. Miss Mexico was a math genius. Her mom would visit the rehearsals every day to the point where I thought she wanted to be part of the pageant as well. (laughs) So the school assigned each girl that they picked a country. I got Canada. I really didn't know much about Canada back then. I really wanted to get the Philippines. So there was Miss Singapore, and also there was Miss Philippines. And for some reason, Miss Philippines would just gossip with all the other contestants, like she had a small group to the side of the auditorium. So there were different types of girls there. Pageant training at home was not as fun. My dad was in charge of the talent portion of the competition. And he decided I should sing. The song was Wilson Phillips, You're in Love. I had no idea who Wilson Phillips was back then, but I didn't mind my dad picking the song because if it it was up to me, it will be my little teapot. (laughs) 
So my mom was in charge of the Q&A section, and she would like ask me questions like, what would you do if you get lost? What would you do if your friend cheated in an exam? Like kitty questions. So after a while, like, um, I was having like full day school and then pageant training after school and then like pageant training over the weekend, my body started to give out. And then I was struck with a severe flu and I missed pageant training for like a week. So my parents was like, do you still want to do this? Do you want to pull out of the competition? And then I realized that I had the same competitive streak as my parents. I thought that I was doing things adults were telling me to do just for the sake of doing them because adults told me to do them, but I was doing them because I wanted to win. And also, Miss Philippines was a straight-up bitch. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't going to let her win. She was mean to the other girls in the competition. So Miss Canada's going to win this. So, uh, fortunately, I, I recovered. I didn't have a fever anymore, but I still had a runny nose. Pageant day came. My mom took a uh, leave from her work to help me out with the pageant. And the dressing room was a sight to see. It was a sea of gowns and a lot of moms. And I didn't know that we were supposed to have like really fancy, poofy gowns. Like my costumes were like conservative compared to other people. The most I had were like ruffles on my dress. Um, Miss France like went full on toddlers and tiaras. Like she had a big poofy gown, big hair. Um, she looked like a brat stall, but I still thought she was so pretty. So I asked my mom, can you put more makeup on me like Miss France? And she refused, and she just gave me, like, lipstick and some powder. So the pageant started. There was a lot of, like, waving and twirling. And there was also the constant threat of, like, snot dripping down my nose that I had to, like, <laughs> inhale back because blowing it, like, onto a tissue was not an option. So the talent portion came. And um, I belted out, like, Wilson Phillips, you're in love. And I got through it. Um, my nose didn't run, and I was running on pure adrenaline at that time. The most memorable part of that competition was Miss Mexico, or rather Miss Mexico's mom. While Miss Mexico's mom was dancing on stage, her mom was dancing off stage. I could feel my mom judging Miss Mexico's mom. <laughs> So question, question and answer portion part of the competition started, and I felt bad for Miss Singapore because she froze mid-answer, and then when she was escorted off stage, her mom started crying. <laughs> it was my turn, and I thought, I'm ready for this. My mom, like, prepped me. I'm ready for the kid questions. I was asked, so not a kid question. It was a current affairs question. <laughs> Like during that time, the Philippines was suffering from a volcanic eruption that ashfall like covered almost half of the country. So it was really devastating for the people that living near the volcano. So the question was, if I was going to donate money, would I donate money to the people living near the volcanic eruption or kids in an orphanage? So this is not a kid question. I'm like racking my brain, my six-year-old brain, like what to do. And 
Fortunately, my parents are news junkies and they were following this news really closely during that time. So this is what I told the judges. Although both deserve help, I would pick the people near the volcanic eruption because they need immediate food and shelter. Thank you. So I was so happy. I got through that. I went back to like my place, waved and everything. And then announcing of the winners came. First, they announced like best in gown. And no surprise, Miss France won. Then I vividly remember they were announcing Miss Friendship. And I thought, I can win this. Like I, I, I'm friendly with all the other candidates. But guess who won it? Miss Philippines. <laughs> That bitch. <laughs> I wonder how she got it. So I lost hope. And then it was like the big prize, like Miss United Nations. So I was bracing myself for disappointment when all of a sudden I heard Miss Canada, Jacinth. I was so happy and delighted after all that hard work that I won. But at the same time, I was so tired, I just wanted to blow my nose. <laughs> I didn't even get to do that thing where, like, people wave in front of their hands to, like, stop from crying. No, I didn't even do that. Um, so I got, like, a big trophy and a big sash that says Miss United Nations across. And then as the curtains closed down, I was so happy that I get to finally rest. And I never competed in another pageant again. <laughs> And I'm happy to say I retired undefeated. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.